welcome everybody to our podcast on firms working arrangement plans in light of the latest government guidance and really what that means for senior managers. You've got myself, Amy Samaria, I'm an associate in our regulatory team at Simmons & Simmons and I'm joined by Kath Bean, a partner in our employment team. So Kath, obviously during the national lockdown, many of our financial services clients had staff working from home except office critical workers. Then after lockdown eased, we saw a number of firms working on their return to work plans. But with the latest government guidance encouraging individuals to work from home if they can, it's meant that we've been getting a lot of questions from firms on who should really be going into the office now and how broader return to work plans can progress. Could you give us a, an overview of, of where we are now? Yes, thanks, Amy. So since the 22nd of September, the UK government guidance has, has changed so that office workers who can work from home effectively now are asked to do so over the winter. We haven't had a great deal more clarity about what effectively means. So firms have been having to think quite carefully about what that means for them and their staff. We do, uh, I'm quite happy to say, have some clarity that effectiveness isn't just limited to people's role or the logistics. The The Prime Minister made clear when he was announcing the, the latest guidance that it could extend to those who need to attend the office for mental health or well-being reasons too. Um, and whether or not individuals can work effectively from home is meant to be something that firms determine in consultation with their employees. So it does remain a point that needs careful oversight by firms, including to ensure that they and their senior managers are comfortable that the approach they're taking is justified in terms of the government guidance, in terms of their health and safety obligations, uh, in terms of employee relations risk, and for regulated firms in terms of the updated FCA guidance. Just to um, flag that quickly, we've had updated guidance from the FCA recently. The work-related travel guidance now confirms that firms should continue to follow the government's advice closely and they must take the recommended steps and that firms should continue to discuss working arrangements with staff and support their employees in facilitating appropriate working arrangements during the pandemic, so in, in line with what we've just talked about. Um, and we've also had some updated guidance on key workers where firms are asked to keep that under review as a, as a step in terms of potential next stage pandemic planning. So uh, I guess from our perspective, it does re remain a really important point for senior manager oversight. Um, but Amy, I know we're seeing an increasing number of questions on which senior manager should be responsible for determining who should be in the office or broader working arrangement plans. Is that something you can expand on? Yeah, absolutely. So we had the previous guidance from the FCA, um, we're sort of talking nearer the beginning of the national lockdown, where they said that they expected the SMF1s and CEO, or the equivalent, as obviously some firms don't have an SMF1, to take responsibility for ensuring that there was an adequate process and in place for identifying key workers. And also they said that there should be um, a senior manager responsible for identifying which employees were unable to perform their jobs from home and had to travel into the office. As you mentioned, we've had this more recent um, guidance from the FCA, um, which says that senior managers uh, need to be taking account of changes in the local and national lockdown restrictions, and they need to review and update the working arrangements they have in place with their employees on a continuing basis. And ultimately, senior managers really need to be aware of and act on lockdown restrictions as they're set out by the national authorities or relevant local authorities where their staff are based. So what this suggests is that the FCA expect there to be a senior, ma senior manager level responsibility for 
before overseeing the firm's plans. And in reality, we're seeing firms allocating responsibility for the firm-wide framework or policy on working arrangements um, to sit with a single senior manager. And this might be the CEO, but it doesn't have to be. And how how would, um, well, do other senior managers need to feed into that responsible individual and, and how are they doing that? Yes, absolutely. So I think it would be expected that other senior managers are considered delegates of the senior manager responsible for the firm's working arrangement plans. So they will need to feed into sort of the firm-wide plans in relation to their business area, flag any material concerns they have or risks that they've identified. Um, one reason why it may, might make sense for the CEO to be the responsible senior manager is because often many of the senior managers will report into them already as a, as a matter of um, course. Uh, something else I suppose that's important to consider is that SMCR obviously applies on an entity by entity basis. So the senior um, manager identified will be the individual responsible for a specific regulated entity. However, often regulated entities are part of a broader group of regulated or even unregulated entities. And in these cases, firms need to be mindful of ensuring that there is collaboration across the group and a degree of consistency. So to ensure that one UK regulated entity isn't taking a completely different approach to another. Um, but also remembering at the same time that different firms will be facing different challenges depending on the nature of their business. And so there will be nuances depending on the activities of those specific firms that really needs to be accounted for. And I know the other question we're hearing a lot is, is this something that needs to be in the senior manager's statement of responsibilities? What, what do you think on that? Broadly speaking, we're not seeing firms put this into the senior manager's statements of responsibilities and the FCA haven't suggested that it's required. Uh, some firms are putting it in the statements of responsibility for the relevant senior manager because previous FCA guidance um, said that you could include high profile projects or initiatives in a SOAR. Um, but really, even whether you do or you don't put it in the senior ma manager's statement of responsibility, we always advise senior managers to ensure they're taking the relevant reasonable steps. And I know, Kath, we've thought long and hard about what reasonable steps might mean in practice. And perhaps you could just touch on suggestions that we have for, for listeners. Yeah, so it's not an exhaustive list, but um, in terms of some some points to think about I think it's helpful to ensure that senior managers always are receiving the right management information um, and some of the points here can be really challenging given how quickly things are changing but ideally you'd ensure that the senior managers get information on the changing local and national lockdown restrictions on the impact of those for the firm um, you know developments in working arrangements in light of those uh, for the senior manager overseeing the firm-wide response, I think we'd say that they should be having regular meetings with other relevant senior managers and senior staff to make sure they've got the right input on business areas and the feasibility of, of staff working effectively from home or elsewhere. Ideally, obviously, um, senior managers would be documenting some of the key points and decisions made at those meetings. The senior manager who's overseeing the firm-wide response should also be reporting to the board on, on those plans and, and ensuring that appropriate MI management information is produced for the board to review. And if firms, and I know many firms do have reasonable step guides or frameworks in place for individual senior managers, then it's worth updating those as well. Um, I think the other thing here to think about is that, you know, this is just one of a 
a number of COVID specific considerations that that we you know we see senior managers needing to think about now and ensure that they've worked into their reasonable steps consideration so um you know it's, it's going to be a, a continuing focus point for senior managers generally thanks very much Kath that's really useful um I hope all of our listeners have enjoyed this podcast and please do let us know if you have any questions on anything that we've covered or in relation to senior managers and COVID-19 more generally mm-hmm.